welcome to our podcast. This is Tea Time with the Psychos. Our vision for this podcast is to highlight mental health issues and topics while also having a bit of fun. (laughs) Um, I'm Caitlin Keneally. I'm a psychotherapist and soon-to-be author. Uh, More details to follow throughout the season on that venture. And I'm Elizabeth Nelson, a mental health advocate and soon-to-be therapist in training. Yes. Uh, To receive our monthly newsletter, head over to our website, Tea Time with the Psychos, um, and enter your email, actually. Uh, This will help you stay updated with all our new and exciting things. Yes. (laughs) And this season, season two, um, theme is about community. Yes. So So thank thank you you for joining us. us. All right. Good morning. Welcome, psychos. It's kind of been a little bit. It has. I will blame that on Liz. Uh, (laughs) I'm almost done, right, with my graduate program. So uh, we'll be back and running in full swing Mm mid-August. But it has been She's about to become an official official psycho in training isn't that exciting yes all right i love it cool well we are back and we have a very very special guest today like seriously um (laughs) she's so cool i'm kind of fangirling she is yeah tell me about her since she met her and i don't even know the whole story but she's like liz put this on your schedule we're going all right so we have kiana i'm gonna butcher the last name Shroff Noggle. Shroff Did I say it right? Yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> well, um, when she came in today, because she's so freaking cool, for some reason I thought she was going to college. Um, but it turns out that she is going to be a junior at North Fond du Lac, correct? Mm-hmm. Yes. All right. Awesome. But the cool thing about her is that um, she is already uh, working on breaking the stigma of mental health, which is exactly what Liz and I, two older psychos over here, yeah. uh, have... Uh, Uh, been dedicating our kind of our lives to so to see somebody else who's young who's ambitious who's pretty freaking cool and I was gonna say I was gonna swear more but maybe we should keep it PG-13 um and so she needs to use this in any means we'll keep it (laughs) um so today we're really gonna talk about the cool things that you're doing uh we're gonna talk about our different mental health journeys and then we're just gonna kind of go from there does that sound reasonable yeah and Caitlin knows her a little bit bit more than I do, so I might be asking oh, yeah. some random questions, right, <laughs> that Caitlin might know the answers to, but I'm intrigued by, so. Sure. Well, yeah. let's start with the good yes. stuff. How yes. about that? I would, if you're comfortable, I would love for mm-hmm. you to tell us a little bit about your mental health journey and all of these cool things that you're doing, um, and you're just going into 11th grade. Like, yes. that, oh, this yeah. is seriously <laughs> phenomenal and, like, fangirling, and we have it here in town, which is even more beautiful so the 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 microphone is yours (laughs) so when I was in sixth and seventh grade I kind of started to develop anxiety and depression because I was bullied by some of my peers I was kind of an outsider because in my school I like to wear fancy cute little dresses with my Jojo Siwa bows (laughs) that wasn't the normal because most people at that age just wear like normal outfits and I always liked my bling and my sparkle so I kind of decided to push myself away from my friends because sometimes your friends kind of engage on it you know they think they're funny Mm -hmm. and I kind of felt alone which kind of pushed me into a depression where I didn't really want to talk to anyone I didn't want to talk to my parents because I didn't want them to either like make me go get actual like mental health or be like (laughs) um 
you're not okay or even just like go and actually talk to my teachers because yeah. I didn't want it to get worse from my peers because okay. then you'd be called a snitch and oh, yes yeah. seriously and, yes okay in sixth and seventh grade I didn't want people pulling me into like the principal office and then be like oh now I'm gonna bully you worse because you told someone that I was mm. making fun of you and so I kind of got very like anxious about my style so mm. I tried to change it kind of just go with like the style that everyone else was going with mm -hmm. but that kind of made me not feel like I could be myself anymore mm -hmm. so um it kind of was just very hard for me because I didn't want to talk to like my friends about it because I didn't think anyone else was going through it and I didn't want to talk to my teachers my parents so I kind of always spent my time like in my room just thinking about it by myself not going to anyone for help or in like just writing it in like my phone and like my notes or like writing it in a doc which my mom actually ended up finding really? <laughs> eventually oh later on yeah. yeah um so it was kind of at this one point in my life it got really like deep and I kind of had suicidal thoughts at yeah. once because I didn't know who I was anymore yeah. and I thought no one could accept me for that and it wasn't until like later on that I found out there's other people who were going through the same thing mm -hmm. because in sixth and seventh grade they don't really have actual health class at that time and they don't really start talking about mental health until like freshman year. Okay. So yeah. that's when I started realizing there's other people who are going through it and then I started seeing some of my friends who were getting through it. So I kind of wanted to do something about it. So in sixth grade I ended up creating a program at my school called Empowering Teens for Better Self Esteem where we had um, daily hot topics. Ooh. So like how to either like break <laughs> yes. the stigma or the paradox effect on um, social media, we would talk about that, read a little um, pieces from like the chicken soup for the teenage yeah, soul. Okay. So like one of those, I would kind of go with the topic and then we would do cute little activities. So I started that and that kind of really helped me um, get through it because a lot of people came to me with their stories or like opened up. So it was cool to like hear what other people were going through, even if it wasn't similar, because I know what other people are going through their lives and why they might act some way sometimes. And it kind of was just like a close little circle of girls who just kept coming to my club. Yeah. And so I do the Miss America organization. So I was Miss Bond Blocks, I was 18. Mm -hmm. So I continued that on and went and talked to different like um, clubs and just different groups and different people out in the community. And then COVID hit. And then I kind of went back into a little bit of a depression because mm -hmm. I'm not seeing my friends anymore, and I kind of felt lonely again. So it kind of, like, reoccurred in a little bit way, like, a less, but was still there. Yeah. And it, when we went back to school, I'm like, well, I still kind of have it. I kind of need to do something again about it. And I was in an incubator program at my school, yeah. which actually, at first I was thinking I was going to make, like, some cool, like, pop socket thing <laughs> for my girl or something, like, fun, maybe, like, a With new sparkles. food. Yeah, yeah, like, some new food thing or yeah. utensil or glitter dress yeah. or something. I was, that's what I originally was going into thinking because I, like, signed up for it when, like, right before COVID. Yeah. And then, hang on, we're, keep going, but incubator program is something like... Oh, Shark Tank. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. All right. So, so you... we got put into it, and you have to create, like, a big business program, product, and we decided, I got put into a group with three other girls, so it was a group of four of us, and we decided to create, like, an empowerment mental health group to kind of help other teenagers. Yeah. So it's Woo! for youth and by <laughs> youth. Yes. Well, 
and before you continue, like, mm-hmm. this is organic, and that's yes. what I like about it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It wasn't forced. It wasn't, like, you need to do this, and, like, yeah. so I like that it came together yes. like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just totally my style. So, all right, keep going. So you're in the group with four. Yes. So we decided to do one kind of, like, for youth, by youth, and we didn't know exactly what route we were going to go with it. We kind of wanted to create an app, and then we also didn't know what to do because that would be, like, $19,000. And we're like, <laughs> We I know. don't have that money. And Team so, zero dollars. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so we kind of had to think of something like as a starting point. So we created a website which makes it easier for teens by creating education, awareness, support, immediate help, empowerment stories, and resources for teens. So on our like cover page, we have just kind of warming pictures and stuff, some t- statistics, some different videos on kind of letting people know what different things are, what other people are going through, and then we have an actual form page where people can go and submit what they are going through, whether it be just a way for them to like cope and like actually talk to someone because it's completely anonymous. So if they don't want to go to their friends or talk to someone like an adult, like how I was feeling at that one point, they can pour it out into that. Mm -hmm. Or if there's someone who's actually gotten through it, they can actually go and submit their own story and be like, hey, it's okay, I'm going through something, I've gotten through it, this is how I've gotten through it, because sometimes you don't hear what actual teenagers are doing to get through their own um, things, because there's new resources out there that you might not actually find on the internet. Yeah, for sure. And just even different natural remedies that people are using. And so we decided to do that, and we actually got 20, like, responses within, I think, the first month. Mm -hmm. So 20 people decided to come out and share their stories. So we have a counselor at our school who we actually went to and got it revised in case there was anything, like, completely, like, triggering. So if someone has went through something, it they hear that story, it's not going to re-trigger anything. So some of the stories we kind of had to edit that out, and then, like, we would edit, like, the grammar and just kind of make it sound smooth, and then we would upload it back onto our website for people to actually go and read. Mm -hmm. And then we also have, right on our, like, first page and another page, completely you can click on it, and it takes you to all these different help pages. So it can be, like, just websites, different hotlines, Pretty much for everything. We, yeah. like, spent hours trying to find, like, every hotline and <laughs> every, like, different thing. We have yeah, a lot. Yeah. Like, uh, we pretty much, I think, have most of it unless new ones came out. And then we have, like, a whole page that has, like, resources for teens. So different activities, whether it be something they can print off and okay, do. Yeah. Or if it's, like, puzzles. We have games. We have an animal cam. We have some either, like, um... Tying them. Yes. Tell me about this animal. <laughs> yeah, okay. yes. Now you're so, talking yeah. to Lizzie. <laughs> so we have... Yeah. Our counselors made a website that had all that, but okay. no one at our school usually used it. So we, like, <laughs> put it back through onto our website yep. with more, like, resources. And if you click on it, it has an animal cam where you can watch, like, animals live. Like, oh. where are we watching them from? I don't know. Maybe, like, the like, zoo? Yeah. Well, is that where they're well, from? Well, it can be... So, like, we actually, this is kind of funny, but we actually watch our animal cam while we were, um, like, getting ready for our first presentation. (laughs) So, like, we had, like, little kittens up on the screen while we were, like, (laughs) processing and stuff. Like, they were were sleeping, and they had, like, a Minnie Mouse little plushie and stuff. It was, like, just in someone's house or room or something. I like it. Yeah. Okay, well, you already sold Blitz. She's, like, animal cam. Yeah. Yeah. All right, what else is on the website then, or mm-hmm. can people access? 
Yeah, so we have, like, affirmative, like, things that you can say, Ooh, yeah. and then we also have, like, relaxation, different, like, yoga, and um, different things that are, like, there's, like, different ones for, like, anxiety and depression that you can go to, yeah. and then there was another one that we had, like, a poetry page that has, like, different poems each day. Yeah. So it. we thought that was something cool to push out there. And then yeah. we have, like, About Us. So our social, our social media is one way that we actually, like, reach out and push it out to the teenagers. Yeah. And we actually kind of, like, organically, we got, like, 19,000 views on one of our <laughs> videos. Oh! On, she's like, on oh, mic drop. Yeah. She's like, I just want to say this kindly, but that is awesome. Yes. <laughs> that is literally more than all the people that live in North Island. Like, double, I think. There's 7,000 maybe, so... Yeah. Because so originally we were gonna use money okay. to like push it out there, and but we didn't have money yet, so we were it's all right, like, "Team Zero Dollars." Yeah. I like it. Yeah, so we decided to push out this one video from our curriculum of us putting up the graffiti wall, and it got nineteen thousand views on our Instagram, and that was, and a lot of people were like, oh, you started using your money to push it out, we're like, no, that was actually just, it just went, it Organic. was just like, yeah. yes, people it went want viral. connection, you yeah. know, and like, we need, connect, like, your age range, like, it, like, your brain development, mm-hmm. that's all you want anyway, and they don't want someone like us, you no, know, we're well, cool, I mean, yeah, I think we're cool, well, yeah, we're like, the, <laughs> we're now, we're like on, we're the moms of the mean I girl, like, how do you like, and we're not, we don't even have kids, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um, but that that's so neat. Okay, okay so 19,000 views, what did that do for you guys? So it pushed out our website a little bit further, so okay. we got more people who were actually on our website, okay. whether it be they're actually just going and clicking yeah. on, like, yeah, resources traffic. and stuff, yeah. mm-hmm. or even actually we got some story responses from that. We got Ooh. more followers. So yeah. on TikTok, we also had one mm, that get, mm, got mm. 12,000 views, oh my but God. We, we originally had 50 followers, and we ended up getting 300-something followers. From that one video? Yes, from that Shit. one video. I think I have, like, 15. I don't even <laughs> have TikTok. Well, if we were like, oh, gosh, we really need to grow this page. And then we posted like this video with different celebrities talking about what they were going through. And we ended up getting, I think it was 12.7 thousand views and over a thousand likes on it. And gained like 200 something followers from it. Wild. Mm -hmm. I like it. Does that feel good? Yes, it does. (laughs) Yes, it does. Especially because on like TikTok, you can look at all the statistics and stuff. So, like, it wasn't just the United States, like, we hit Australia and Canada from it. So, I think there was from that video, there was a 3,000 people from Canada and, like, 500 people from Australia also. Yeah. So, it was cool to know it wasn't just the United States. That yeah. was or even freaking just Wisconsin. Yeah. Yes, right? that too. <laughs> yeah, that's amazing. All right, so social media, who's running and operating that? I do a lot of the social media okay. because, like, I like to post on Instagram yeah. and stuff, and I... We have an app that we used, like, So you did Canva. get an app. Yes. Oh, you used well, Canva. Well, it's Canva. Okay, yeah. Yeah, we, like, hey. design out some of our stuff. Yeah. So if, we're, <laughs> we, if we find, like, a cute quote, we'll find, like, a picture on Pinterest. Yeah. Put it on there, put that, put our little logo on it, and put it through. Or I also like to create, like, I like making TikToks. So yes. I will, like... Put a bunch of different videos together. You know what we're like gonna do after this? Ones. We're gonna make a TikTok. <laughs> okay. You're gonna okay. get us to make one. You're gonna post it. She's okay. gonna post it. We're gonna okay. post it. Okay, so yes. making TikToks. All right. Mm-hmm. So originally it was just like the Canva type posts that we were posting, yep. pictures of us working as a group, and then I would like loop things on our story of us With working. Boop. 
like bloop it out there. Okay, yeah, yeah, just it. like randomly just put okay. something on my story here That's and there. Blooping is. Yeah. Hey, I'm learning. <laughs> <laughs> just listen, she posts things wildly, which is great, but I she know. doesn't know anything else. Oh no, I. <laughs> She's I, like Liz. I don't like to this. follow. I'm. I. You know, they're like. I know you're supposed to. Do we follow her on Instagram? Uh, her and I, yes. And her what about mother. Tea time. Oh yeah, we gotta get tea time. I'm gonna get tea time. Keep going. Yeah, I get tea time. Okay. Mom here. So then I had the wild idea. This was just like a random idea. I didn't know what I was going to do with it yet. But I was like, I'm just going to take a time lapse of me putting up all these sticky notes on a wall. Mm-hmm. And that actually was be like, so we had day one. And we got like, it looked like only 20 cards up there, even though it took like 30 minutes. <laughs> and then day two. And then it was kind of coming together. And it was probably like two weeks worth of getting it done. So it looks a bit like big slash small. And then it kept growing. So I had like four parts. But in the first video that had, like, the first two weeks of it ended up being the v- video that went, like, viral. And then people would keep coming back for, like, the second part and then yeah. the third part and then the fourth part. Listen, so do you have, like, wild. the blue check mark? Isn't that... No, I'm going to look right... What oh, am not, I not yet? No. Not yet. We're no, not yet. Yeah. What, is, yeah. what are you... What are you... What am I searching? <laughs> Where are you after in your Instagram oh, handle? What is that? underscore drop She knows Kiki underscore... How do I spell Kiki? Here, I can see. Yeah, oh, she's oh, on it. Oh, this is how it goes. No, this is super I got a pop exciting. socket on that phone, so I'm on <laughs> it, right? Here you go. Thank you. Did you do okay. it under tea time? Yeah, I'm under tea time right okay. now. So Sounds now good. we're at 983 followers. Woo! All organic. Yeah. Yeah, that's just my <laughs> normal... Yeah, so how do I get to the other? Where's the one for this oh. this place that we're talking about? Which is called what? Um, True You. True You. That's what we're after. What's that Instagram handle? It's like True, True you. you. Okay. <laughs> Nothing great. I thought maybe I had to throw an underscore. Look at it. That's an original. I think it is. I think it's like original True You. Mmm. I like that. I don't know exactly how many... Um, Followers you got there? No, oh. how many underscores I have in it? I have. Oh, there we go. You have like See, three underscores it. in there. there Listen, I'll tell you guys the handle in a second. Underscore original <laughs> underscore true you normal spelling underscore love it. Oh, follow that. <laughs> so we're on there, guys. All yes. right. Okay. Um, and I also have to say, so this project that she's talking about, uh, oh, dear North Fond du Lac, why did you make her take it off the wall? Oh, I know the graffiti. I mean, they got to clean. Tell me how you put the graffiti wall up. We put or it. Or in the whole purpose yeah. of the graffiti wall. Go so into that. So we um, created a curriculum that we did with the 6th and 8th graders, and we gave them sticky notes because we found a cute idea on Pinterest. Yeah. You know, everything comes from Pinterest. Oh, for sure. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. I have that. So, yeah. uh... Yeah, we found, like, yeah. just a cute one, and I kind of tried it out on my mirror, and it was just either quotes or just little drawings that we told them, if you are having a bad day, if you wanted to walk past a wall, what is something you would like to see up Ooh, there? Yeah. So, like, even a lot of them, like, drew, like, their favorite sport, so, like, they would draw a soccer ball. Some of them would be, like, you're beautiful, and they'd write little different quotes, so we actually let them, like, go on their Chromebooks and, like, look up different things, and it's really cute because, like, their handwriting is still, like, not the yeah. best, so, like, you can see how, like cute it is organic yeah. and 
they have like di- we gave them different colors so it's like all different colors on it yeah and we okay. have like different colored sticky notes and stuff for them so did you when you put it on this wall were you, yes and you had to take it down yes <laughs> were you able to like roll it up and save it or is well, it so gone, what we did gone. is we had like tape on the back of them so what we did is we would like one and like stack it oh, okay so yes. you still have them yes we saved them we well, have like three things like this big okay like of them <laughs> all like stacked it. up so yeah. now we got to just find a wall in a city building here and mm-hmm. have the city put them up and keep them up forever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. I like yeah. it. Uh-huh. It just happened that it was, like, right at the end of the year. I know. And it's, like, it took us the whole year to put it up. <laughs> and then... You're allowed to feel bitter. I'm bitter yeah. for you. I'll write a letter. Dear uh, North Listen, Liz is trying to keep uh, viewers. And <laughs> Caitlin's like, no. <laughs> All right. So uh, what? how has it continued to evolve? So, like, like, you started at the mm-hmm. school, and now where are you at? What are you doing outside okay. of the school? Yes. So, we created a curriculum that is on, like, Teachers Pay Teachers for Free, which oh. is the one that we actually did in the 6th and 8th grade classrooms. Okay. And so, this next year, we we're thinking of going to other schools and doing it. Yeah. Because we already did it at our school. Yeah. And did most of the classes. So, the one that we actually have, like, more out there right now is the one on how to find yourself in your voice. So, that's telling, um, like, the 6th through 8th graders that it's okay to speak up, kind of how to break the stigma that other people are going through it. That's also the age where a lot of people start getting social media. Mm -hmm. So, we talk about um, the paradox effect on social media, which a lot of them, it was actually surprising because I didn't get, like, an actual phone to, like, 8th grade. Like, when you're in the 6th grade, you're like, oh, how many of you guys have a phone? All their hands shot up. I'm like, okay, how many of you guys have social media? All their hands shot up. And I'm like, oh, when I had, like, my phone at first, it was mostly just, like, Snapchat and, like, Subway Surfers. Yeah. Well, (laughs) what is Subway Surfers? (laughs) It's like a game. It's like a game where, like, this little dude runs and you can't, like make him crash otherwise yeah, so he gets we were caught. playing tetris yeah. and we didn't get phones till we were 16 i didn't I, have a phone until i was 18 like no joke and i got the track it a, phone it, yeah it had Listen, minutes it had minutes and you had yeah it's, you were only calling if your car was out of gas yep. you were broke down yep because you only had minutes yeah so like when you talk on the phone now if you talk on the phone for five minutes you would i would have had a card for 20 minutes five minutes would have been gone and like i had to save my last and minute. then i think texts yep. were each a minute or yes something. they were yeah. so like it was that's what we started with. Liz and I actually did a podcast on technology. technology. Yep. Because um, you're going to continue mm-hmm. to tell yes, us what yes. our children, and this is nothing against parents, but what are we not teaching our children about phones before we get yes, to them? Yeah. Go into that. You got a, you got a stance on that? Mm-hmm. Okay, tell me. Yeah, so that was actually kind of funny because that was like a question that we got. And it's like, well, what do you think is like the appropriate age to have phones and like to use social media because there is an age limit on it? And most of us teenagers know this, but most parents don't, is we mostly just would put it in, like, random year, like, 2000. Yeah. Yep, I'm 18 years old, even though I'm, like, 13 years old. And it wouldn't actually stop them. So I don't think it's really about the age that you limit that you put on it. It's about actually giving those teenagers the actual resources and how to use it safely yeah. as, like, a curriculum mm-hmm. so that yeah. they know how to use it safely, what's they can do with the app, how to use it, mm-hmm. what, it, like, the dangers are, what cyberbullying yeah. is, all of that, instead yeah. of putting, like, an age limit on that actually doesn't really, you can just scroll it well, down. Well, this is Caitlin's favorite question to ask, so I'm going to ask it. Yeah. And it's going to be, who, though, taught you how to use your phone appropriately, right? Did you have to learn that because you started mm-hmm. this incubator project, or 
did your parents like say, hey, I know that there's age limits, but this is what I want to teach you about your phone or yeah. no? Was it trial well, and error? We kind of had a little bit like we have a dare program that we kind of had. Okay. Like, I think it was either fifth or sixth grade. Yeah. And so that kind of talked a little bit about the safety, like the bad things that can happen and not really like how to use it properly. Mm-hmm. But like that was more from like my mom who is like. Be careful from, like, this and this and this. If people are sliding into your DMs, you look like creepy men. <laughs> yeah. Block that. Um, kind of more like that. And then yeah. just actually, like, actually reading the rules. I feel like a lot of people don't read, like, the um, like the list that it gives you yeah. on how to use it because it's, like, ten pages yeah. long. I mean, I don't think I've read it ever. Yeah. it's You just scroll to the bottom, push accept. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so I think a lot of people don't actually read those anymore either, which I originally did when I was, like, my mom would, like, make me read it, yeah. read everything, yeah. and then agree. So I think that also kind of helped. For Absolutely. sure. Yeah. Actually know the guidelines. Yeah. Yeah, yeah for I sure. Yeah, the research shows, like, for brain development and all that stuff, that technically we're mm-hmm. not, their age range is starting 14 they say, to have that technology. Yes. But. But children are, what are you in sixth grade? You're like, what are you, 10, maybe? Um, I think you're 12. You could be? Okay. Yeah, because my sister's 10 in, wait, my sister's 10 and she'll be in fifth grade. So yeah, yeah. like 11, 12. Yeah. Yeah. Right? And so your brain is. Well, and I love that, that, like, even without totally knowing, you picked the sweetest age range because sixth grade is like when everything, six to seventh, is. Mm -hmm. Well, it changes, right? Your body's changing, your friends are changing. Mm -hmm. And so when, uh, I just think it's a crucial time period. So without even realizing it, like, I don't think anyone said, pick sixth graders. Well, I picked sixth grade because that was the age when I. She had no help. There was nothing there. Her experience. It was like, this was that age, which is what it shows yes. too. So mm-hmm. you're hitting it on both ends, which is just. And then amazing. you talked about it, like right? We leave it to health class. Yeah, which yeah. We don't. Give. <laughs> like, okay, let's talk about it in science. I don't freaking care social studies, right? Mm-hmm. Like even math class. Like, yeah. Well, I think in like eighth grade you get like the seven mindsets, oh. and like you just barely hit on like the mental part of it. Okay. Like it's like, oh, this is mental health. This is what your brain goes through. Sure. But it doesn't like talk about it like yeah. they more focus on physical health yes yeah exactly and that's like the gym class yep yeah let's go into a little bit of the mental health piece mm-hmm. obviously liz and i are in this arena because tea time with the psychos uh we have mental health we help people in mental health um i have anxiety i will absolutely throw that out there uh, mix that cocktail in with some depression obviously mm-hmm. since my brother died so that's something different mm-hmm. and grief on top of it so it's this real nice combination Mm -hmm. Um, And what I would ask you is, could you tell me a little, so you said anxiety and depression as well. What were like your physical symptoms or Mm -hmm. emotional symptoms? And then we can talk a little bit about that potential suicide ideation because I want to talk about the difference between thoughts, plan, and intent. Yeah, so I like, I kind of started to get anxiety attacks and stuff. Okay, where did you feel that in your body? Yeah, that's what I was kind of going to go into. Like, so when I had Calm down, we got Miss... Miss Teen oh, something. I don't oh, know. What are we at? Oh, Miss Pond New Berlin. Miss <laughs> New Berlin. She knows how to talk. Yeah. All right. So, so, like, I would get anxiety attacks and stuff that kind of were, like, the ones that were, like, where I was really, really feeling it. Mm-hmm. And it felt like I couldn't breathe. Yeah. And I would start, like, oh, my stomach hurts. And then I'd mentally make it worse than what it was mm-hmm. because I'm like, oh, I am I can't breathe. And then it went 
my whole chest, and then it went to my stomach, and now my legs can't work, and then I thought I actually couldn't breathe, and so that was what actually happened for that, and it, like, went into I was making it more worse myself because I was thinking it was worse than what it was, and I wasn't, like, taking the deep breaths and calming myself down because I didn't know what I was actually going through, Mm -hmm. and where you actually sometimes you'll have someone there who's like, okay, take a deep breath in, take mm-hmm. a deep breath out, where I was, I, so I originally had to get my nose surgery done, yeah. and then I had to run, and I was having an anxiety attack, so I thought my nose was failing me, mm. and I was having an anxiety attack, so, like, I didn't think I could breathe, so it started off with, like, my nose, and then it started off with my whole chest, mm-hmm. and then it went into, I thought my organs were going to, like, erupt yeah but then for like a normal day when I have anxiety like my palms are very sweaty my stomach is like very like turning and then sometimes I get like tightness in my chest and then sometimes like it's just hard to like actually like speak like my words are just like mumble jumble especially like when I'm like in a social situation sometimes because I have more of that social anxiety and it's not necessarily for like talking but I have, like, a really bad social anxiety for, like, the way I look mm-hmm. because I always got bullied yes. for my appearance. Yep. So I always started to do, like, my makeup because I was – I had acne, and I still do, but it was really bad when I was younger because mm-hmm. I was hitting puberty before yeah. everyone. So that was one of the things where I decided to do makeup and blame it on dance yeah. and be like, oh, no, I have to start learning because of dance. I have to do my makeup. But I'd really do it to kind of just, like, hide my insecurities. Mm -hmm. So there was a point where I literally felt like I was going to die, and I started crying if I had to go out into public without, like, foundation on my face. And Mm -hmm. if I was going to run into, like, one of my friends at Walmart or something. Yeah. So it was just kind of, like, that, like, tightness, that panic, and, Mm -hmm. like... Yeah, especially the sweaty palms. I have really bad sweaty palms. <laughs> I hear yeah. 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 Okay. There's that, a lot of hand mm-hmm. washing that happens. <laughs> yeah. Yes. And well, I'm also a baton twirler. So, like, before competitions, yeah. like, I actually finally got Grip Shield, which actually works a lot better than the rosin. But it works so good because my hands before a competition, when I'm going out there, like, especially before, like, a big competition, whether it be for, like, my group or my solos, my hands start sweating so much that, like, that yeah. actually, like, will hold my baton yeah. so it doesn't go flying <laughs> it has gone flying across the room you can ask my friend yeah yes. yeah yeah blame it on the anxiety yeah. yes yeah. yes my hands are sweaty yeah um, not my fault uh, I mean it was a bit of nervous and sometimes you get like that little anxiety feeling but um for like depression I just kind of felt like alone I didn't feel like I at one point thought like if I left the world no one would really care mm-hmm. besides like my mom and my dad because I didn't think I really had friends and other people in, the, like, the world who actually cared about me. Mm-hmm. So I thought, well, if I leave, they're, they're, they're going to be the only ones who are affected. And, like, it's now that I realize there's a lot more people who care about me. Like, I have my grandparents, like, my aunt my uncles. Mm-hmm. I have, like, my whole family. And then I also have, like, my friends, my dance friends, my school mm-hmm. friends. And even just, like, people who are, like, my parents' friends who, like, I mean, I've, like, met, like, ten years ago. Yeah. And they're like, oh, I remember you when you were a baby. Yeah. Like, so many people who would be affected. And you kind of, I don't, at that age, you don't take that into consideration because you, your brain isn't, like, fully yep. mature and stuff. Um, but I kind of just felt, like, alone. No one would really care about me. Um, Do you remember what your body felt like? Yeah. 
Um, my, like, it was more I kind of, like, felt shutting down. Like, I couldn't sleep at night. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I could never sleep. Um, so that also really affected, like, my school life Mm -hmm. because my grades, I mean, they were good, but they were starting to kind of go down a little bit because I wasn't getting the proper sleep in. Um, I would overthink a lot, but I think it's more, like, the anxiety, too. And then I would stop talking to people and, like, completely shut my, like, self out. So isolation. Yes, isolation. Mm -hmm. Mm Yeah. Awesome. And so and then, during the day, what happens if you weren't at school? Were you sleeping a lot because you were so tired from Yeah, and or? it was also kind of, so I had dance usually right after school. Okay. So, like, every single time I would be, like, in the car and my parents would be driving, I would, like, full crash, like, after school going into dance. And okay. then I would be, like, laid up at night trying to do my homework, and then I couldn't fall asleep. And, like, sometimes I still, like, cannot fall asleep. Like, especially, like, before big things, I it's just, like, my anxiety. Sometimes I just mm-hmm. can't sleep. Mm-hmm. Like, I'll overthink things, and I can't go to sleep. Or if something bad happened to the day, mm-hmm. like, it, there's some days where, I, like, I could not sleep all night because if it was a day where someone, like, actually, like, full-on bullied me, and they're like, oh, I can't believe you wore that outfit, or you looked ugly today. Like, that would just be, like, reoccurring yeah. in my brain, and it, I could not sleep because I couldn't just get my mind off of it. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. And now let's get into a little bit of the suicide ideation, okay? Mm -hmm. So um, there is a difference. When we talk about suicide, there's a difference between thoughts, plan, and intent, okay? Yes. So most of us have thoughts, right? Yes. And when it moves to plan or intent, that's when we need to take different action. Mm -hmm. So I'm assuming that it was just thoughts. Yeah. Well, it was kind of like the thoughts and kind of the planning. Okay. But, like, it never went into the actual intent or of doing it. Yep. Mm-hmm. There's one night that I really just kind of wasn't, like, feeling myself kind of very low. I didn't know how to do it, but, like, I wanted to do it, mm-hmm. and I wanted to take my own life, but my best friend actually called me. Oh, I'm going to cry. It's, it's okay. Right. Do um, it. Yep. She's, like, my saving grace. Because, <laughs> yeah. So she called like, you. It, like, it was just random and, like, you know, you usually don't just, like, it was, like, a random call that she just knew I was going through something at that time. And, like, it was, like, the time where I was just, like, I don't want to live anymore. And then she called. And then she talked with me. And it was, like, I don't think she knew how much, like, that call meant to me. And, mm-hmm. like, that call helped me get through it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you for sharing. Yeah. 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 It's tough. But mm-hmm. friends know things. Yeah. I know. Right. It was just, like... Because she usually never calls, but she just ended up calling exactly at that time, like, when I needed her the most. And, like, that's just the one thing I I just remember from, like, that one day that I was, like, really, really, like, kind of had, like, that little plan. But, like, I didn't know how to, like, go through with it type thing. But then she just, like, was there for me when, like, no one else would have. Yeah. Yeah. Does she know that today? Um. Or is is she going to learn it from this episode? Well. (laughs) I, I think she may know who she is. Okay. Um, I think she kind of knew, like, from that night, like, the way we, like, talked, but, like, I don't think she knew, like, the actual, like, you know. Yeah. That thing. she had that much. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it was, you know, back then in middle school. Yeah. So, yeah. so like, Which is a long you know, time ago, yeah. kind of, right? Yeah. Isn't that yeah. wild? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Until when your mom found your stuff, your, yeah. your note or your doc. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Did that go this down was, well? <laughs> well, this was like a bit after it. Like I think it was okay. either between like eighth grade or like for like my first year in high school, 
And, like, so I think it was, like, a year after all of it. And she's like, I found this doc. And I was like, oh. And then I was reading it, and I'm like, oh. I'm like, I don't even remember that I wrote this. Yeah. Because it was, like, a year after. And I'm like, oh, I still have that. Yeah. Like, because I originally thought I, like, deleted it, but apparently not. So did that bridge a conversation with you? Yeah. Life? So she kind of talked about it and, like, was like, I'm always here for you. And it kind of helped me know that I could have talked to her when I was going through that. But I was so, like young that I didn't know that it was okay to talk about it so that's why I didn't want to talk about it with my mm-hmm. mom because I didn't want them to make a big deal where it got like the principal the counselors that student and like maybe their parents and then even their, like, their friends getting involved because now they're mad at me and making a more big deal about it when it didn't have to be I didn't want that I didn't want people to also know what I was going through and that I was struggling I was trying to like keep a straight face, a smiley face, and that's why a lot of people didn't know that I was struggling, was because I seemed like this smiley person that seemed like they had no issues wrong with their life, they weren't going through anything, even though, like, behind the door I really was. So did you, like, in this I don't know your parents at all, like, did you ever just feel like they made big deals out of things, or was that just something you were telling yourself? Um, I think it was just something I was telling myself because I didn't really... Once again, I didn't really have a health class to talk about it. So I thought, like, talking about it would make a big deal. Okay, yeah. Because I was like, oh, they're going to be like, why are you thinking this? You need to go to, like, a lot of people, like, make it seem like you're going to have to go to an, like, insane asylum. Yeah. That's the whole part of, like, breaking the stigma. So yeah. I don't think you're going to go there. But that's what, like, when I looked up on, like, Safari is what I was finding. Yeah. I'm like, I don't want to be sent away yeah. to, like, this That's big scary. thing. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I was, like, a sixth grader, and I'm like, well, I don't want to make a big deal about it. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be sent away. I don't want my parents to not love me anymore. It was kind of, like, my own thoughts that it would be put into, like, a bigger deal. But also because you didn't know. Yeah, right? I didn't know so because I didn't have yourself. that help well, given to me. I also me. think that, like, when I work with parents, what I try to tell them is just as much as you're trying to protect your children, mm-hmm. your children are also trying to protect you. Mm-hmm. And they don't yeah. have the skills, mm-hmm. the tools, mm-hmm. and the words, so you have to be communicating yeah. those things. So and I didn't to want me, my parents yep. to know that I was struggling. Correct. Like, so you are putting up a, a defense mechanism, and you're mm-hmm. protecting them in your little mind, because that's yeah, what, that's what we sure. do, mm-hmm. you know? Um, so so like sense. working on being vulnerable, like it's yes. a whole family, right? Yep. Like, yeah. oh my God, this child is going to make me lose my mind or, you know what I mean? Like make yeah. me really worried, but like being open and letting your child know that that's how you can feel. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I mean, cause when I have just a couple weeks ago, I had a daughter and a mom in here and the daughter's bawling, opens up about things. Mom had no idea. Mm-hmm. Right. And it's not that it's a, that it's a bad parent. It's just that that communication, they didn't mm-hmm. know how, but now they do know how. Yeah. So now they're off to the races, right? And I didn't know my mom was going to be okay, like, about it and wanted to talk to me about it until she found that document, like, a year later. Yeah. And was like, hey, it's okay to talk about it. And I'm like, oh, it it was? Yeah. Like, I didn't know any of that until she actually, like, started that conversation because she found that. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. So, do we need to go back to planning time? We got a little off, not really, but. So Mm -hmm. we had the thoughts. Mm -hmm. Most everyone has thoughts. Yeah. We talk about plan, gets a little bit more, we got to be mindful of what's happening here, 
And then the intent is really when someone can articulate that. Is that where you kind of wanted to go with that? Yeah, I just, okay. you know, it's important uh, with the state of things. And especially, I mean, suicide is preventable, right? But we have to yeah. talk about it. And it's okay to have thoughts. And mm-hmm. it's just working with somebody, finding those resources. And if you feel you move beyond thoughts and you're thinking like, ooh, towards plan or intent. And then you start being like, well, tomorrow at 3 o'clock. Or, you know, knowing those warnings signs uh we can't be afraid to talk about it the only way we prevent it is if we go straight at it so that's what i uh, am saying and we need to hear Mm -hmm. your like your generation's voice in this because you guys are going through it and we have to support you and we have to acknowledge that we've been there too i mean i wrote Mm -hmm. about it in my book i almost took my own life too right i would not be here if i would have gone through Mm -hmm. but i felt there was no other way because of all of those pieces you Mm -hmm. feel isolated you feel alone and this is the prime example of why community and connectedness is needed so like your friend whether that that was the universe or whatever that was connectedness right Mm -hmm. and then talking with your family and then when all of a sudden you come out of it you start to be able to put those pieces together well I never thought that my dance team cared about me in this way I forgot not that you forgot but they needed me there yes because you're in such a cloud Answer. Yep, yeah. absolutely. You can't see it when you're in it. So we need to support people and just be better about that. So I think well, that that's we're just... so overworked and over busy. Like, you know yeah. what I mean? For people to genuinely sit down and give time so that people know it. You know what I mean? It yeah. goes to that we don't know what we don't know, but we also sometimes need to ask. Mm-hmm. Yep. Because if you're going to ask someone and they're going to reciprocate or return that need that you need to have in order to be like fulfilled in that moment they're not going to know that that's what you're looking for. But if they're not going to give it to you, then maybe they're not your friend, right? Like, so we'll see you later on that. Um, But imagine, like, it's not out of this world to think that we can take a more proactive approach to mental health, which is exactly what you guys are doing. Mm -hmm. Let's be proactive instead of reactive. And the only way we do that is to have these conversations earlier on. That's why I'm like, oh my God, yes! Yes. I I can imagine if I could have been your age and doing those things or had that, you know, um, uh, would I have needed to get to the point of where I needed, like, or where yeah. I went, you know? Mm-hmm. So I just think it's it's phenomenal. Yes, I love it. <laughs> so I have this question. Oh, of, boy. What would you give? If you had to give three things of advice to adults, and then we'll go to youth, right? What would you tell them on how to support their children in their mental health yeah. journey? So one is kind of to start that conversation like, because it wasn't until, like, my mom actually talked to me and it's okay Mm -hmm. to talk about this that I knew it was okay. Mm -hmm. So to start that conversation, even if you think your kids aren't going through something, to just, yeah, even, (laughs) yeah, even if they aren't, but for future reference that they know, just um, giving them different resources that they can use, kind of, like, here, if you ever need this, even if you aren't going through something, here's just different activities. Like, are we posting them on our fridge just to have them there so it's mm -hmm. normal? Like, you can even just have, like, an activity a day, like, hey, do this activity tonight, and, like, it's only going to take you 15 minutes. Yeah. Something that's going to make you happy. Um, And third, my dance teacher always tells us to do this. Go out and touch nature Mm -hmm. is something that really helps. Mm -hmm. Like, whether you touch grass, you hug a tree, or even, (laughs) like, she'll – we were in California for our competition – and she's like, you guys can't just be sitting here. You have to go out and actually, like, breathe the air. Love so it. she sent yep. us outside for that just to, like, yep. calm us down. Yeah. So that's another thing is to, you know, get outside at least a little bit, even if it's five minutes a day. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like, not fully in your room. <laughs> <laughs> 
And then what would be the three things to you? Um, it's okay to talk about it. Um, a lot of people, I think, don't think it's okay to talk to it, and a lot of people wouldn't have started talking about it unless it was for me who started sharing my own story, and a lot of people were bouncing back, oh, I also went through this. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not exactly the same as yours, but this is a struggle I went through, and I found that there was a lot more than what just I was going through that other people are also struggling struggling through, and I would have never known unless they would have told me, and so you can't judge people for that. Mm-hmm. Um, two, that it's okay to get help. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a, one of the big things because if I would have gotten help earlier, it wouldn't have like dug such a hole for me and I could have um, been in a better state of mind faster mm-hmm. instead of it taking like two, three years. It could have like been more situated with and I could have been in more of a positive and more like healthy state of mind a lot faster and would have had more people to help me through it um and three to actually talk to your like your friends not even it doesn't have to be about it but just to make sure and give your friends positive reminders like hey I I hope you have a good day you're looking good today just like I really need you in my life like even if you don't know if they're going through something or if they're not going to tell you but just letting them know you're yeah you're empower like you're important in my life. Yeah. You know, I don't know what I'd do without you. Yeah. You know, just saying those nice things or even writing them like a positive, cute little note like, hey, here's some reasons why you're like my best friend and yeah. why I really need you in my life. Absolutely. Just um, some of those different things. And that therapists are cool, right? Like, <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Okay. Yes. So uh, don't worry. Yeah, therapists are cool. Yes. yes. I love it. Well, we talked about your handle being... Mm-hmm. What true is your, you? True you. But then what is your personal one? Kiki underscore Schaffner. Okay. Yeah. Where else? We're going to what so website? We have t- oh, or you the tell website me. You is www.trueyoustories.com. Okay. And then we have a TikTok, which is true you. We'll be on that feature <laughs> next. And then we also have a Pinterest. Oh, yes. Yeah. That's true you. Okay. Which, yeah. And so when you're on the Instagram, I saw that you can click to go to the Pinterest, which I like. So, yeah. Yes. And I just also want to say that we are making history right now yes. on what's today's date? July 26, all right. 2022. Listen, we have got someone who is going to be, first of all, freaking viral. With yes. The blue check mark when my 12 <laughs> followers will be, I'm just going to follow her too. Um, no, but like, I know it sounds like. Like I'm being funny, yeah. but I'm being freaking serious, yes. is that right here, within your own community, you can change things. And the things that you are talking about mm-hmm. at this age, we need to support you on that journey because we have more resources. Maybe only a dollar, so we're like team yeah. one dollar. Yeah, and you're team uh, zero yeah. <laughs> But pretty soon you're going to be team a million, and then yes. we'll be like, yes, yes, yes. Um, because that's what it is about. It's about mm-hmm. community and connectedness, and we can change mental health, mm-hmm. and we can stop suicide because it is preventable, but we need to have these conversations yeah. first. Yes. Absolutely. So thank you yes, for thank joining you. us freaking yes. psychos um, as we go on this journey as well. And we can't wait to support you and hopefully we can collaboate and do some yes. really cool mm-hmm. things moving ideas, forward. So. And I need to write a letter to North Fond du Lac that we need to get that um, freaking wall back up. Yes. Um, and so yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. Thank, thank you. you.